Chiefs, they need to pull up their socks. Pirates, they need to pull up their socks. That's where we need to get the Bafana Bafana players. So if those teams, they're not playing in that high level, there's no way we want to get good players for Bafana Bafana. Everyone, they won't tell you the truth. So a lot of people were telling me, no, you're looking fine, you're looking sharp. But when I looked at myself and when I jumped on the scale, I couldn't believe what I saw. Highlands Park from NFT to PSL. PSL top eight. Mm-hmm. Top eight, now they're going to play fight. Be careful. Yes. <laughs> something, something can happen. Sokala Duma Radio. Good day and welcome to Soccer La Duma Radio. I'm your host, Slu Paho. This weekend, we see a historic clash in the MTN8 final. 2017 champions and 2018 finalists, Supersport United, head into this final for the third straight season. Can Coach Tembo's men handle the pressure? They're coming off a 1-0 victory over Amazulu in the league and they are currently in sixth with one game in hand. They take on Highlands Park, who are off to a dream start this season. Three wins and six in the league. They've taken down Pirates in the Cup already and are in the final for the first time in their history. Oh, and not to mention a certain Peter Shalulile, who's got six and six in the league. And he's probably looking for his first in the Cup. Well, we have a stacked show for you. First, I have Supersport United goalkeeper Ronwin Williams, who's essentially a club legend already, only aged 27. We chatted about the cup run, their aspirations, and also the opportunity he's received for Bafana Bafana due to Itumalen Kune's unfortunate injury. I then had a sit down with two well-known figures of local football, Santos Cape Town's legendary defender Edris Burton and Pirates legend Benedict Tor Villagazi. They were in town as ambassadors of the MTN8 and we chatted about everything from their careers to the tournament and everything in between. This is the weekend special. Welcome to it. Bronwyn Williams spared a moment of his time to join me on the show. He's one of the hardest working footballers around right now and he won't stop raking in the caps. And he also had a fairly successful AFCON. And here he is in his third MTN8 final in as many years. He's got two clean sheets and three cup games this season, but this time he faces Peter Shalulile. I got him on the line to get his thoughts. Supersport United's number one man in goal, Ronwin Williams. Ronwin, thanks for joining me on Sokola Duma Radio. Hi, thanks for having me. So uh, you've won a good number of caps for Bafana Bafana this year. Do you think you've proved yourself to be better than what was expected of you, particularly with Kune out? Yeah, first of all, it was a huge honor for me to play and be part of you know such an historic event. I mean, the AFCON, it's a tournament that I dream of. Yeah, me getting the chance to play and proving my worth. It wasn't easy, but I had the support of the coach, and that's what I needed. I've worked with Coach Stewart before, and it was just for me to do what I can do, mm. to do what I invest at. Yeah, it was obviously a disappointing way to exit the tournament, but like I've always said, you know, you love and you learn from these moments and you move on, and it must just make me stronger. You know, you are our number one in Egypt, and apart from the match against Namibia when Keith started, uh, you were you you played every match, so it was it was a stressful tournament for us. But you ha- actually had uh, two clean sheets in four games. How would you rate your performances and the performance of the team overall, given that it was actually our best run at Afcon for nineteen years? It was up and down. 
we know we didn't play to the best of our ability. Honestly speaking, we know we didn't create as much chances as possible. Mm. We didn't score as much goals as well. But I think we were much more solid defensively. Uh, I don't think we con- conceded that much goals. Mm. You know, we were solid defensively. We had much more structure than before. So, you know, there's a learning curve. It was a, a lot of players, you know, first time playing such big tournaments. You know, it's not easy. There's a lot of pressure. And people tend to forget that you're playing against world stars. You have people that are playing Champions League. Mm. It was a big learning curve for all of us. And honestly, I think the future looks bright for Bafana Bafana. You know, I see a bright future for this team. Mulefi Nzeki has been with you for a while now as well. How do you feel about the new coach? And do you think that he's able to take you to AFCON and also to the 2022 World Cup? Yeah, definitely. I think he's got the capabilities. I mean, he's been in and around the team for a very long time. You know, he's learned a lot from the coaches that he's worked with. He wasn't just a yes boy. You know, he was always there helping us, encouraging us, taking some of the sessions. I'm happy for him. He deserves it. And I like the idea behind it. They wanted someone to continue where we left off because obviously Stuart brought a lot of positives into the team. We played much better. Like I said, we've got much more structure now. So it was more of continuing where Coach Stewart left off and giving him the job who was there with Coach Stewart throughout the two, three years that they were together. Mm. You know, he's a perfect guy, you know, so I'm happy for him. He deserves it and yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, successful time with him. Proper. Uh, so, Super Sport United have a solid record this season in the PSL so far. Uh, we'll get to the MTN 8 a little bit later, but in the league, you sit in sixth. It's still early in the season. I spoke to the big boss, Dan Matthews, about expectations for the season. But in terms of uh, your personal success, trophies, clean sheet record, whatever it may be, what are your personal targets for this season? Um, yeah, um, when I started playing professional football, Coach Gavin used to tell me, if you concede less than 20 goals in this league, then you win the league. So every season I go with that mentality of wanting to concede less than 20 goals. And as much as we've done well as a team, I mean, we've conceded a lot of goals already. We've conceded nine in seven games. I mean, we conceded six goals in two games against Cape Town City as well as Paul in the space of a week. Mm. And that is, you know, that's unlike a super sport team because we pride ourselves in our defending. Uh, we worked on it last week, looked at where we went wrong and the goals, the type of goals we were conceding. It was an eye-opener. I'm happy it happened now, you know, the beginning of the season, not towards the end where we won't have time to fix all these mistakes. So, you know, it's best we, we sort out ourselves now, you know, so we can be much more solid going forward. You know, it's kind of almost ridiculous to me that you're only 27 years old. I feel like you've been a permanent keeper for Supersport forever and a day. Uh, but once upon a time, you were a young boy rising through the ranks at uh, Shatterproof Rovers and Tottenham Hotspur, right? Yes. So now that you're approaching 200 caps for Supersport United, is there any piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? Yeah, just to believe in yourself and take football more serious. Because honestly speaking, I thought Coach Stewart backs the claiming. You know, I wasn't training properly. You know, I knew, you know, I had the talent. I knew that I was good and I was achieving things, but that was just on pure luck and maybe the team doing well. And then when Coach Stewart came, I can remember getting a few injuries, you know, and he spoke to me and he, he told me about my weight, you know, uh, and that's the wake-up call that I needed. Everyone, they won't tell you the truth. So a lot of people were telling me, no, you're looking fine, you're looking sharp. But when I looked at myself and when I jumped on the scale, I couldn't believe what I saw. So I thank him for being honest with me at that time, for telling me I'm a few kilos you know, overweight. Mm. And I worked hard on that. And I mean, 
for the past two years since I came back from injury. I, I've played all the games, you know, for Super Sport, you know, and I've been in every Bafana camp for the last two years. I mm. haven't missed a game, so small things like that that that, that helps a player, you know. So I'm much more serious now. I look after my body as young as I am. I need to do this if I want to prolong my career. If I could get those years back, you know, I think I would have been much more further than where I am at the moment. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, we love and we learn and all these negatives, you know, we must try and turn it into positives and I think that's what I've done over the years. And uh, you mentioned Baxter. He had a lot of confidence in you. Uh, did you have a close relationship with him? Yes, definitely. We had such a good relationship when he came in to Supersport. You know, he spoke to me. You know, I was feeling down with all the mistakes I was making at the time. And then we analyzed myself, the coach, and his son, Lee Baxter, who's a goalkeeper coach at Chiefs. The professionalism that I saw from the two of them struck me the first day and we had all the clips for the past two years of the goals that I conceded. You know, we went through all of that and ever since then, you know, I've taken my game more serious. I've learned so much in a short space that I've worked with Coach Lee and obviously with Coach Stewart as well. So just want to thank both of them for the little knowledge that they, you know, helped me in my career, you know. It's gonna, it will be with me forever. So uh, Ronald Lawrence currently holds the record for the most starts for Supersport United. I think it's 224 appearances. And you're only 27 and keepers generally tend to play into their late 30s. Uh, so you could actually potentially beat this record this season if Supersport makes enough cup appearances. What would that record mean to you as an academy graduate out of Supersport United? Yeah, it's obviously it's a, it's a massive achievement for me wasn't easy. Like I said, there was a lot of negatives along the way. But like I said, I've turned them into positives. And, you know, I'm just proud. You know, it wasn't easy leaving home, you know, at the tender age of 12 years. Didn't know anything at that time. Coming to a foreign place, not knowing anyone, mm-hmm. not knowing the players, you know. But, you know, that helped me. That paved the way for me. Supersports is such a, a wonderful, organized family team. You know, they look after their own, you know, they treat you like their own kids. So I'm just proud that we can achieve things. And this is my way of, you know, giving back to them for, for helping me throughout these years. Definitely. And last year, you actually said that you've never thought of leaving Supersport United. Are you aiming at being a career player for them? Uh, it's kind of rare in this league. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy at Supersport. And I would like to think that they're happy as well because I've done well for them over the over the years. Uh, I would like to obviously finish my career here at Supersport. I know there's talks, there's ongoing talks between my manage, my management and, you know, the board on trying to tie me down on a longer deal. We're looking forward to that and, you know, hopefully can finalize that soon. But you never know in football. You never know. Things can change. But I'm, like I said, I'm happy here. But, you know, if they're not happy anymore with me, then I would be open to a new challenge. But if that's not the case, I'll be more than happy to stay here for the rest of my career. Uh, thank you very much for joining me on Sokola Duma Radio. It's been an absolute pleasure. Ronwin Williams, thanks for joining me on Sokola Duma Radio. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Sokola Duma Radio. Hey, Sokoladuma listeners, the Sokoladuma social media app has finally launched. Head to Google Play or Apple App Store, search Sokoladuma and download it now. You can earn airtime, data, and a whole lot more for simply taking selfies and sharing them.
There's no PSL action this weekend or next as we take a break for the Cup this Saturday. And next week, we have the international break where Bafana Bafana takes on Mali on Sunday. So ahead of the Cup final, I got the opportunity to sit down with two legendary figures in local football, Toa Villagazi and Idris Burton, who are both ambassadors for the competition. Take a listen. I'm happy to be joined by Paris legend Toa Villagazi and Cape Town Santos legend Idris Burton. Welcome to Soccer Laduma Radio, guys. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure, man. So, you've come through to the Soccer Laduma offices with the beautiful MTNA trophy. Starting with you, Toa, what have you thought of the competition so far, particularly all of the upsets with Cape Town City, Vitz, <laughs> and your former team, Paris, being knocked out early? Uh, firstly, I'd like to thank um, MTNA. Uh, because uh, they're the ones that they really made possible for us to be here and uh, they support us. Uh, now, I was laughing when you're talking about Cape Town City and Orlando Pirates, and this is football. Mm. And in football, for you to go through, you need to score goals. So, if you don't score goals, then we'll be on the losing side. Yeah. So, it happens that uh, Highlands Park they score goals, mm. they're going to play a final. Supposed to be United, they score goals. They're gonna play a final. Yeah, it's simple. I actually wanted to ask you about that because whenever my teams get knocked out of a competition, yeah. I always say the team that knocks us out at least they must make the final. <laughs> Do you have the same feelings about how? No, why, 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 why should I have to be like that? Because I mean, you cannot decide who's gonna be in the final. <laughs> so it's, at the end of the day, it depends on that ninety minutes or penalties, like mm. it depends against Highlands uh, uh, Park. Yeah. It went to uh, penalty shootouts and Highlands Park went through. Mm. But I've been saying this when we started the MTNA to say, Highlands Park, there's something good that they're doing. Because uh, looking at last season, they came from NFT. Normally, all the teams that they come from NFT, they get to PSL. They just want to manage. Mm. Just, as long as we're there this season, it's okay. But for them, they went to top eight. Mm. So it tells you something. Yeah. And then now they went to same finals. Yeah. Now they're going to play finals. Be careful. Yes, yes. <laughs> something, something can happen. Yes. And then Idris, Cape Town City, yeah. the, the current, the current still reigning yeah. champions out so early. But what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think um, it was a, for me personally, it was a shock result for them to lose out so early in the Indian in 8. But in saying that, if you look at the start of the season, it's been a bit hot and cold. Mm. And if we look at just the last game that they've played and the the comments that Benny made in the in the media of late, you know, that um, half of the team won't make the make the squad if it was up to him. Mm. But that's just the indifferent start that they've had to the season. So it was actually no fluke for them to be to be knocked out. And um, you know, if they were really on on it, I think they they would have gone through and been given a good show. But um, he hasn't found the right mix with the with the squad uh, at this point. Mm. But you know, the, he's a quality personality. He's got some good players in the in the squad. It's just a matter of time before he gets the mixture and the whole vibe going there with with Cape Town City, and they'll be they'll be back on track. Definitely, with with, with a competition like this, I wanted mm. to ask: Do you think that sponsors were maybe shaking in their boots when all the big <laughs> boys started getting knocked out? And uh, in your opinion, um, why do you think it is that football fans stay engaged mm. even when the big sides uh, are knocked out? Um, firstly, it's the, it's the appetite for the for the game mm. for, for for football in the country. It doesn't matter where it's played. The the MTN8 final will be played at Orlando Stadium. Two unfancied teams, Island Spark against Super Sport United. If you had asked me at the start of this, the, the competition, 
who would I bet in the in the final? I'm sure I've told you Sundowns and Pirates, yeah, yeah. most probably. <laughs> but that's that's the nature of the game, and that's why um, the fans, the supporters, everybody are just engrossed in in this uh, MTN8 competition. Mm. It's good for the for the game, for upsets. I mean, even even uh, the the last uh, semi final. Uh, Sundowns against um, Supersport yeah. never I mean Sundowns is possibly yeah. the most informed team at the moment but they had an off day and Supersport uh, capitalised on that um, but in saying that Supersport has also got that cup pedigree Caetano's been involved with Supersport for a long time now mm-hmm. even as an assistant so he knows what it's about yeah. so um, yeah it's uh, two good teams and I think you know our supporters our fans they really still have the appetite to, to support this game. Definitely. Now, so I'd like to ask, uh, you know, uh, looking at Paris this season, what are your thoughts on Michu's early departure, especially after a couple of years of great football and you guys were right there, like, challenging for the title but just couldn't capture it. Uh, what were your thoughts on his departure and uh, his replacement? There's this weird called football. <laughs> football things happen, I sleep today, tomorrow I wake up, they said Moreno's coaching Kaiser Chiefs. You'll know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you know, you cannot say much because changes are always there. Yeah. Uh, yes, they, they did very well the past seasons whereby they were competing until they they let it go, especially the last season where they had to win certain games to win the league, but unfortunately it couldn't happen mm. that way and Mitchell left the team. And Roland is there. And I believe that, look, in, in, in our football is growing now. And there's a lot of changes every day mm-hmm. in our football. So if you want our young coaches to get the, 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 the experience of being a head coach, so we mustn't be afraid of putting them in that position. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter the age. Uh, and I always say it's better when he's young than when he's old. Mm-hmm. Because when he's young, he's growing the game is growing the game. The changes are happening in front of his eyes than when you are old. So for Rolando to coach Orlando Perez, look, he's got, I would say he's got the experience mm. because he, Coach Pizzo was coaching Bafana Bafana. Mm. He was working with Coach Pizzo, was working with Coach Manuamineti. Those two brains, that's football. Mm. So if you spend time with those two coaches and they've won the Champions League, what more can we ask from Rolando? except giving him that chance and the support to say, look, use the experience that you've gained from those two brains. Put it here. We're going to support you. We're behind you with everything because we cannot do it alone. Mm-hmm. He needs the coach, the, the, the technical team, uh, his own technical team to be on, 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 on that age of him. Yeah. And then the players and the management and the supporters. Yeah. So if everyone will come together and say, look, let's work together and achieve whatever goals that he wants to achieve, don't do it. Okay. I, I tend to agree, you know, uh, you know when, the, when the results weren't looking so great, people will start looking at the caretaker coach, but the truth is that he took over a team, uh, you know, at the start of the season, they had a different coach, and now he takes them over and he has to bring his vision. So you believe, like me, that he should be given some time with the team to, to grow and, and bring his vision to life? Look, there's one thing that we, in our football, we always forget is Roma is not built in one day. So if you want a quality team, you need to give yourself time to build that team. Look at how Sundance is today. It took time for them to the way they are today. So it's not an easy thing. But eventually when you get everything right, you've got all the parts in the places, definitely that car will move. And when that car moves, 
everyone will see that Kai's movie. Yes. So I'm saying, look, for for him, let's just forget about what happened. And then he just needs to focus in what he wants to achieve and build a very strong team. Definitely. Idris, uh, the, the face of Cape Town football has changed dramatically <laughs> yeah. over the past few years. Uh, before 2016, there was no Cape Town City FC the way we see it now. Yeah. Austin and Bosch FC in the, in the PSL. Um, Cape Town City only reformed in, 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 two, in 2016. Plus, Ajax Cape Town have now fallen to the NFD. What are your thoughts on all of these changes? And given Cape Town City's success last season, mm-hmm. do you think that the future is brighter for Cape Town and the football these days? No, I definitely would think so. Um, especially with the the model that, uh, let's call it the model that John Commuters have created. Mm. He's definitely created a brand. It's there, it's out there in the public, it's out in the, in the, in the, in the media. And he's created something special. And especially with the name Cape Town City, mm. Something that that people can have that affinity towards, um, and in saying that, I must give him his credit. He's checked the right boxes, mm. and especially appointing Benny as a as a head coach, yeah. taking a chance, inexperienced coach. But Benny's done amazingly well, yeah. and um, I think more so um, the right choice because of of Benny's personality and his character, mm. uh, especially what is what is achieved. And I think that is one of the main reasons why. Um, they've been so successful in the first two years because players have that respect for Benny. They have that he's done everything, you know. So if he gives you an instructions, you're, you better take it, yes. you know. And um, coming to the second season, uh, uh, last season starting now, it's more like trying to uh, strengthen the squad, trying to bring in some uh, reinforcements, trying to, and it's a matter of gelling, you know. The preseason is only so long for them to really gel. Um, brought in a few few new faces, but before you know it, I think they'll be they'll be back on track. So for me personally, I think I would love to see a little bit more Premier League clubs when when we had four or five teams in the Premier League. Um, Cape Town football was really good; uh, it was at its best. Uh, in saying that, uh, with only two Premier League clubs in Cape Town, there's a possibility of us losing talent because there isn't many outlets for our talent to to go to. I watch a lot of amateur football and I can tell you now that um, some of these youngsters that I see on a Saturday afternoon, they must probably have more talent in one of their feet than I had in both my feet, you know? So the talent in Cape Town is definitely there. We just need to give them that opportunity and without a doubt with more Premier League clubs, uh, they will feel that there is an opportunity for us. For sure. And, uh, you know, looking at Cape Town City last season, top mm. four finish, MTNA Championship, yeah. we've spoken about Benny, but I do want to bring up Stephen Pina mm. just completed his USA <laughs> license. Yeah. Uh, and he's already been linked to Ajax Cape Town, mm. of course. Mm. He started his career there. Do you think that that would be a good fit for him uh, to start his coaching career? I think that's the, the way to go. If you look at world football, I mean, possibly one of the best followed leagues is the, is the English Premier League. And you don't have to look as, as, as far as Chelsea, mm. bringing in Frank Lampard from, I'm sure everybody thought from nowhere. Mm. But these guys do their coaching badges early on. They do their apprenticeships, let me call it that. Um, Solskjaer was in the Manchester United uh, youth structures for, for a long time. Yes. You know, So these guys do that. I mean, Benny was in, in, in I think, in Belgium for assisting uh, in, in, in one of the teams at, uh, in, in Belgium. Mm. So the same with with, uh, with Steven uh, Pina. I, I think you know the the former players have got the right 
character and with the right experience and the, and the know how they definitely and to give the young coaches a chance is is great man you know if we mm-hmm. we've got Torulani at, at Pirates Fadlu there as well it, it's the way world sport is going if you look at any sport in 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 the world at the moment and specifically the the football your Zidane's your Frank Lampard uh, you just have to look at at, at the names mm-hmm. so i think um Ajax for Ajax Cape Town for for Steven Pina uh, national first division a little bit of different the ball game mm-hmm. i think one has to have that know how of what it takes to to participate in the in the national first division it's a very hustle and bustle and mm-hmm. make sure that you you get the result before playing yeah. Yeah. playing the the football you want and you also can't just be buying players you exactly. know exactly there's not you know so it might just be i think maybe more of a mdc structure for him to start off with one year and possibly a an a, a reserve team or a assistant coach that type of thing but i think um stevens definitely got the character he's got the uh, i think he's got the makeup as well very strong character as much as it not come across like that i know he's he's got a very strong mentality of 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 himself i think he'll he'll do well and and i would i would urge uh Uh, local South African Premier League clubs and possibly first division clubs to give him a chance. Definitely. So I I do want to get into NTNH final predictions, but I want to also. <laughs> it would be remiss of me if I didn't mention. Uh, so you were capped by Bafana Bafana 31 times, and Bafana have had a roller coaster <laughs> of a year uh, from Afcon, where it was first we didn't think we were making it through, and then we made it through the group stages. And then the country had this lack of belief in the boys, and they managed to beat Egypt. And then you know we fell in the quarterfinals, but it's still our best performance at that tournament in 19 years. So what did you think of Bafana Bafana this year, uh, specifically the performances in Egypt? Well, for me, they did very well. Looking at the history of themselves, that they've been struggling, and the only time that people were talking about Bafana Bafana to be in the major tournament, it's when we host it mm. as a country. So for 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 Bafana Bafana to play Afcon, I was I was happy. I was very impressed with the way they played because no one gave them a chance. Mm. Anyway, all of us we knew that no, they go there for holiday. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, they, they those boys they they've worked very hard. Mm. The best game was against Egypt, and mm. uh, they beat Egypt. What more can we ask? Mm. Because I remember that we thought that point one was you guys are not gonna qualify. Mm-hmm. That was point number one. So even when we, a lot of people were going to the stadium to watch them, they were like, "No, let's just go and watch them." But anyway, these ones ah, they're not gonna qualify. Then they made it. Mm-hmm. They went to the group. Now they go to the quarterfinals. Quarter so no one gave them a chance. And you know, I'm saying we need to start afresh. Mm-hmm. They played their part. They did very well. Thank you very much, boys. But now let's not cut corners. If really it's a country we want to have a good team, yeah. uh, participating in terms of Afcon and 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 World Cup, yeah. and as we cutting corners, other countries they take time, they build their teams, mm. and then when they are there, they are there for years, yeah. not a year, years. Mm. So for us, we just need to start afresh and say, look, let's go back, let's look at our under twenties. How are they performing? Or under 23s, how are they performing? And then let's try and build a team around there. Mixing, mm. 
with the current works. Mm-hmm. And, speaking, and speaking of those youth teams, yeah. Mulefin Zeki, the exactly. new Bafana coach, yes. previous uh, coach yeah. for the, for the uh, under 20s, I think. 1720s. 1720s. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a coach with that type of experience taking us forward to the next AFCON, to the next World Cup? Look, we need to support the coach. And also, again, before we can support the coach, also our teams, let's get quality players. Mm. If we want our Bafana Bafana team to be very strong, our teams also must be strong mm. in our league in terms of the players that are playing. Because really, if you watch a game and you, you fall asleep watching a game, it's, it's, it's something else. Mm. So that's, that's where my problem is first, before we can go to Bafana Bafana. So Chiefs, they need to pull up their socks. Mm. Parents, they need to pull up their socks. You know, Sundowns also, they there. Vids, you know, all the PSL teams because that's where we need to get the Bafana Bafana players. Mm-hmm. So if those teams, they're not playing in that high level, there's no way we want to get good players for Bafana Bafana. That's why all the time we struggle to get players mm-hmm. for our national team. Because right now, if I can ask you a question, who's on form now? Uh, you see, you're thinking. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> before, you don't have to think. You definitely know that, I ah, know, look, Anders Bantel, look, top defender right now. Yeah. Because you knew. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think. But now you, you sit down and like, let me look at Sandal. Let me look at Fitz. Let me check Arrows. But who's there? <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're thinking. And it's, it's worrying because uh, as a nation, we end up putting pressure on, the, on these boys again when they're wearing that Bafana Bafana shirt. Mm. We want them to deliver. So it's not fair, again. So that's why I'm saying from the teams, let's try really and work hard coaches in the teams and improve these boys that, you know, the level of their game must be high so that when we have to select the Bafana Bafana team, we don't have to have a head. The head that that we must get, who to choose, because there's quality. Mm. But now we've got a headache of saying... I don't see anything. Can you help me, guys? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's so sad and painful because, again, those boys are, they're waking up in the morning, going to training, and then uh, when we need players for the national team, then we're scratching our heads, we're thinking, who can we select? Mm. Let's start with our teams first to say, please, let's work from our teams. Let's put that football high there so that it's going to be easier for Mulefinseke as a coach now mm. to select players. Because if it's not going to be easy, it's going to return the very same team. Mm. And then we're going to argue same again place. and say, but why Dan Femen? He's doing well. Mm. He's going to play the final of MTN 8. Mm. Why not? And then you say, no, uh, you can't call Kabuz. He's scoring. Mm. They want to play final. You ask uh, uh, Ramakalela, who's Ramakalela from Venda? You want Ramakalela before He's going to play the final of MTN 8. Mm-hmm. It tells you that there's something good that Ramakalela is doing. That's why his team is going to play the final. Yeah. So all those things now we need to debate. To say so-and-so, he needs to be there. His team is going to play the final. He, they beat Paris. They beat so-and-so. That's why they're there. Kabuza mm-hmm. is scored against Sundowns. I mean, Sundowns is a big team. So if you score against a big, a big team, it means you're a good player. So why not? We can select the national team. So we don't have to debate about players to be selected. Mm. You know, just 
need to come like this to say uh, in next month the FIFA date uh, maybe it's on the fifth. Then we're like, oh, I know definitely we're gonna see Kabusa, we're gonna see Tlachoyo, we're gonna see Doli. Because we, we can see them in their own form. Yeah. So, but I'm saying um, to, 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 to Mulefin Seki, look, it's, it's, it's not an easy job, mm. but he just need to, you know, work with his, uh, with the boys that he's gonna select for national team and hope that the boys are not gonna disappoint. We personally, I've got their back. Mm. All the players that are playing football, I've got their back because I know it takes a lot out of a player. When you are in that field of play, you've got seconds to do anything. Mm. So of which, when I'm sitting here, I would say, but you are supposed to pass so and so. Now he decided to shoot. Yeah. But he had seconds exactly. to, to, to take a decision. Yeah. So I've got their backs. The coaches... All the coaches that are, are involved in football have got their backs, the players, you know, the management. Sometimes they get frustrated. Um, at some point, I, I couldn't understand why the management they get frustrated until today, as a director of coaches, I get frustrated when I don't see the team wins. Mm. And I ask myself, but coach, what are you doing the whole week? Mm. Uh, yeah, because now I'm, I'm, I'm more in the office now, I can see things differently now. Yeah. So I get to understand now that in football, when I'm involved in that game, it's not easy. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. Is, I wanted to ask you about something else as well. Uh, recently, sticking with Bafana, um, we had the cancellation of those mm. matches, the, the, which, are, which are crucial warm-up games yeah. ahead of our qualifiers. Um, I wanted to ask you, what do you think that effect had on the on the players? What effect did that have yeah. on the players? You know, not being able to prepare, kind of having games cancelled for, for mm. things that are out of their control. Yeah. No, I think it would have had a huge effect on the players. But at the, in this instance, I would have more felt more for the coach. Mm. Uh, Leaf is just getting into uh, the job. Yeah. Not sure if he's going to have a chance to to coach the team uh, on a, an official match, and one game being put off, a next game being confirmed. Hey, all happy. The next game, then second game also being cancelled. So in a way, I felt a little bit more for the coach. Um, obviously, wanting to show the nation um, what he's capable of. Mm. Friendly game at home in your own backyard. I think he's planned. Obviously, going through, he's um, created a new or a um, technical team for him, support structure as well. So he wanted to also put down his footprint early on. And um, it's normally the best is just once you've got into a position. Um, so more so for, for for the coach. The players, a little bit in a way, uh, it's, a, it's a FIFA week. They would have loved to have had a game to keep that momentum going. Um, but at the end of the day, they would have still been training, like a normal training session up until... Uh, the match day so I think they would have gone through the same routine as if they were going to play a match so for them I think at the end of the day it's um, it's your job yeah. <laughs> you have to do your job you get paid you get called up to do your job doesn't matter where you get called up and, and those things are out of out of your control playing I've always had this belief um, doesn't matter where if I've played in Venda or wherever focus on the things that you can control don't focus on the referee. You cannot control the referee. Don't focus on the heat in Venda, 45 degrees. You cannot control it. Yeah. Focus on how you're going to pass the ball to your teammate. Focus on how you're going to run and how you're going to get back when you don't have any energy left. Yeah. Those are the things that you can focus on. So 
those things are out of their control. They're professionals. They get paid decent money, very good money, much more than I got paid when I was playing, <laughs> you know. So they get they they get uh, remunerated for a job that they need to perform. And um, I think um, I would feel, as I said, more for the coach than, than for the players. I see. Now, lastly, MTN 8 final takes place on the 5th of October at the iconic Orlando Stadium between Highlands Park, who overcame Pirates. They overcame Bologna City, who have such a strong defense, as we've seen in the league. They face Supersport United, who overcame Bidvest Vits and the PSL champion Sundowns. What type of match do you think we're in for in this final? And what are your predictions? I'll start with you, Idris, and then we'll finish with Tom. Okay. Um... As I said earlier, I didn't expect those two teams in the final. I mean, it's, it's, it's human nature. You have a fancy towards certain teams um, reaching a final, um, especially in this case in the MTN8 uh, final. But in saying that, um, contrasting styles of play, um, Owen de Gama, very compact. His team is very solid, very uh, good on defensive shape and all that sort of thing. So, um, And then you've got... Uh, Supersport, on the other hand, who's got um, some players that are really firing, hitting the back of the net, Bradley Grobra, Kabuza as well, young players, Jamie Weber coming through with one or two goals now and again. If you had pushed me for now for a, for a, for a winner, um, and it's purely because of the um, cup pedigree of Supersport United, Caetano Temba being involved in the, in the Supersport structure, when they were winning the, the knockout competitions, he's part of the culture of the team. And more so, he's a young up-and-coming coach. And um, I'm sure he would also want to put his footprint in, in South African Premier League football. Mm. So I would, I would um, definitely lean towards Supersport um, lifting the, the MTN 8 come on the 5th of October, if you had pushed me now. And um, in saying that, and it goes hand in hand with the, with the MTN8 competitions of 10,000 rand a goal mm-hmm. for charity. Um, my prediction even for the scoreline would be 2-1. So we'll have three goals, which equates 30,000 rand for charity in, for the MTN8. So I would go for Caetano Tembo and his super sport team. And you, sir? <laughs> my brother, like I explained earlier, if uh, you, can, you can remember, I, I spoke about Highlands Park from NFT to PSL. PSL, top eight. Mm-hmm. Top eight, now they're going to play fine. So it tells you that there's something good that Coach Ondagama is doing. You know, my war now is, I wanted Sundowns and Highlands Park <laughs> so that I can say, with that confidence, to say, Highlands Park don't win. <laughs> but now, because of Kaitano Tebo, is also a young coach, and... Coach Owen Dagama has been around. Now I'm, 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 I'm caught up now in between to say, I'll go, I'll go for Highlands Park. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I said 1-0, mm-hmm. Highlands Park. Uh, today is going to be 2-1, Highlands Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what, um, just to wrap up the show, I'm going to have to agree with Zoe here. Just oh. because, just because <laughs> if, if, if last oh. season of football taught me anything, uh-huh. yeah. go for the underdog. Underdog, because, yeah. Because the underdog... Constant Liverpool down three 0 against Barca comes back. Okay, um, you know all of it. Just it, it put it in you. my mind that. Thank you. I want you to call me back for the interview. Post match now on the seventh of October. It happens twice with Liverpool. I remember. Yeah, it happens with AC Milan. Three zero. They came back. Mm-hmm. They've won again. Barcelona. Yeah. Where 
no one thought of Liverpool. Like, even myself, I had, it's like a belief. Mm. But I was like, yes, they will score, maybe they will win the game, but not actually to go through. Mm. Then I was shocked that they really hammered Barcelona. So, be careful uh, with uh, Ontakama, uh, there's Doro, there's uh, Ramakalela. So, yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining me on Sokola Duma Radio, guys. It's been a pleasure uh, to have you guys, you know, legends of the game, both for Pirates and for Santos, uh, Tobolagazi and Edris Burton. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And that's all for the weekend special. Remember to pick up your Sokola Duma newspapers for only four rand and check out our social media because we'd love to get your voice reactions to the NTN8 final, which looks like it's going to be an entertaining fixture. From myself, Slu Paho, and my editor, Simon Strella, have a fantastic weekend. Sokola Duma Radio. Sokola Duma Radio.